Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello and welcome everyone to this episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Today I am joined by the incredible Kate Bay Jaramillo, who is the co-owner of Beyond Macros, where she helps side-hustling health coaches go full-time in their business by attracting and retaining soulmate clients. Welcome, Kate. Oh, thank you, Laura. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited to be here today. Yeah, absolutely delighted to have you here. And as always, we're going to start by asking you to tell us a little bit about how you got into coaching and your journey into coaching. Yeah. So, you know what? It actually all started with a spin class, like an indoor cycling class. <laughs> wow. um, I went, I had a gym membership. I went for the first time. I was like, this is amazing. It was dark. There was loud, like dance music. <laughs> um, and I felt like I got a great workout. Um, and that actually propelled me to get getting certified in spin and then doing a few other things in the health and wellness space getting certified in nutrition, and then actually having my own certification companies before becoming um, the co-owner of Beyond Macros. And actually, I didn't pursue that as my full-time job. I didn't pursue coaching as my full-time my full-time job until I had my first baby. Yeah. And I just remember, like, I fully intended to go back to work. I really loved my job. I was working for the Chamber of Commerce just like networking all the time. It's like mm. the best. I'm, my personality is so built for that. I'm so yeah. extroverted. <laughs> um, and uh, I had like three weeks left of my maternity leave and I got an email from my boss and she was like, Hey, just wanted to make sure everything's on track and you're coming back in three weeks. And I'm holding this teeny tiny little baby. I was like, oh, I can't leave you. I can't leave you. Um, you know, currently leaving the States is so short. I mean, it was like, would have been only 12 weeks and mm. I would have had to put her in daycare. So no. So I, I just did the stay at home mom thing. And I taught a few, uh, you know, group fitness classes here and there until I really wanted to actually make money, mm. like more than just buying some things at the farmer's market. And yeah not feeling like I had to ask for permission yes. to buy an expensive pair of jeans or something like that. Yeah. So my daughter and a love of, you know, hard cardio exercise is what propelled me into the coaching world. Yeah. Brilliant. And I think that often is one of the catalysts for a lot of people to get into coaching is, you know, when we have our families, it gives us that flexibility uh, in terms of time, but also in terms of the income that we that we're able to generate. Now, I was reading a post on social this morning, actually, where someone was talking about how they'd 
been to an event with uh, seven-figure business owners and there was a panel and on this panel there were two women and someone asked the question, you know, how can you create a six-, seven-figure business and be a mum? And the response of one of the panellists, a woman, said, you can't. And I was just gobsmacked because I don't know about you, but both you and I know many people who are in six, seven figure yes. business owners who are parents and are doing it all. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, let's have, a, let's have a chat about that because now, you know, since having that first baby, since having your daughter, you're now a mother of four uh, and, mm-hmm. and you're doing just that. <laughs> so let's let's chat about that. What what do you think mums need to do in order to be able to to do that to juggle and have that successful business that thriving that thriving practice you know what i really truly believe and i am not just saying this because we are on the mindset coach podcast but it really truly starts with mindset yeah. of releasing the idea that you have to be perfect in every area, the perfect partner, the perfect mother, the perfect business owner, because truly there are seasons that you actually feel um, more successful and aligned in one of those areas than the other. Yeah. Right. Like just Mm. releasing that, that perfection, um, that the guilt that comes around, I hear about mom guilt all the time. I've been (laughs) there feeling Mm. like, Oh, maybe I'm working too much. Maybe I'm working too little. Maybe I should read to them more, do more with them. But you know what? Like I have four amazing kids. They are healthy. They are safe and they're happy. And my job as a parent is those three things, healthy, Mm. safety, happiness. They're great. They have great manners. They feel loved. They're kind humans. That's great. Um, So releasing that mom guilt and then truly like staying off of social media sometimes and scrolling Mm -hmm. and just getting in, feeling that impostery, like, oh, I'm not that Pinterest mom. By the way, I'm not a Pinterest mom. I cook lots of things, but never, they never look like the picture. What am I doing wrong? Um, And yeah. And you know what else? I'm not a Barbie mom. Like Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy sitting on the floor playing like Barbies with my kids. Mm -hmm. That's just not the type of play that I enjoy doing. And I used to feel really bad about that. I don't anymore because I wouldn't be enjoying my time with them. If I was doing something I really didn't want to do coloring, I will color all day long. (laughs) It is so soothing and great. Um, So that's where it really starts, right? The, the mindset piece, releasing perfectionism, guilt. Um, And the other thing is just being very strategic about your time. Mm. Um, I know now having been in business for, you know, a decade that, um, I know exactly what I need to do in certain seasons of my business, depending on what my goals are. If it's lead generation or if it's more about client service, if we are launching something, um, I know exactly what I need to do. So I'm very strategic about my time and Mm -hmm. I get exactly what I need to do done in the time allotted. I think that this is really important for female coaches and business owners to understand is setting those clear boundaries around your time. Mm -hmm. And if you know that you've blocked off this, these hours, this time to get these activities done because they move your business forward, Mm -hmm. then even when there's a fire and immediate need that somebody needs your attention right away, it can wait. Mm -hmm. It can wait Mm -hmm. because you've got to get done what you need to get done for your business and then you can do whatever else you need to do. 
Yeah. And that's so powerful, isn't it? Just having that, having that structure, because I think a lot of us, if we were to look across our day and do some time mapping of how we're spending our time, the actual amount that is highly productive is probably pretty small. And, you know, mm-hmm. so many people, we can actually amaze ourselves by how much we can get done in small pockets of time when we need to and when we decide that that's exactly what we're going to do. And mm-hmm. so it's interesting, I think, you know, as as mothers, as parents, um, we do have slightly more limited time, but also we have much more focused time because we say this time is for my work, mm-hmm. this time is for my family. And, you know, there are boundaries around that as well, you know, for being productive mm-hmm. and getting things done. And I love what you said about not being a Barbie mum and because I think I think the thing is that everything that we do in a way is about our identity and who we see ourselves mm-hmm. as. And when you're a mum, you see yourself, there's a role as a mother, there's a role as a business owner. Um, mm-hmm. And do you see those as being important to have two separate identities for those things? for yeah I think it depends on I think it depends on the woman Mm. I think sometimes if she wants to have mesh the two of them together she can and I think that for other women and this is true for myself I actually really like having the two separate identities because when I was home with my daughter and I wasn't really working I was just teaching some group Mm. fitness classes I didn't feel like myself Because my career prior to becoming a mom was really important to me, Mm. really important to me. And I was really good at it. Um, And when I wasn't working, I just, it wasn't that being a mom wasn't fulfilling, but it was fulfilling in a different way. And I felt unfulfilled in a different way that I couldn't put my finger on until I started building my business, my brand Mm -hmm. and having success in that way. And I was like, ah, like Mm. this is that missing piece. But there are times when the two overlap and one of those ways is in just showing my children what it's like to be a mom and a boss and a successful entrepreneur and business owner. Mm -hmm. And it's actually inspired um, two of my children um, to really want to start their own businesses. They're actually Mm -hmm. researching right now healthier (laughs) recipes for baked goods that they want to sell over our family's like 4th of July. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so yeah. you're actually role model for them. And, you know, I love what you said there about having those two identities because that's very much the way that I view it too because I think that mm-hmm. we retain often what happens to, you know, women when we have children is that everything else becomes subsumed in that role of motherhood mm-hmm. and the expectation of what it is to be a mother in society. Yeah. And actually having that and embracing that role as business owner, as, you know, in your in your career, whether you're in a job at the moment or whether you own your own business, we're, we're really passionate about that. And I feel like sometimes women feel like they need to apologise for loving what they do, for mm. loving their business, for getting a lot of energy from it, for getting a lot of satisfaction from it uh, because they're also parents. And, you know, there mm-hmm. are these societal beliefs that we should love playing with Barbies, we should love you know, baking, we should love all those things. But actually, yeah. who says, right? And who says that we're not the best mother that we can possibly be in that identity um, when we're not doing those things? Because there is no mm-hmm. one recipe for success in either, 
right? So, yeah, and and we do, and we feel guilty about about not necessarily, um, you know, being that woman with the penny on and and doing, you know, baking cakes for the bake sale. I don't know about yeah. you, but I've bought heaps of cakes for bake sales. <laughs> That's what. Okay. Well, I, I do like to cook and bake yeah. so that I've got covered. Um, but there are so many other things that I'm like, Oh my God, mm. I just need to donate money. Like yeah. I don't like, I'm not going to show up for that, but here I'll financially support it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's it. And, and playing with the, you know, and doing the things that actually give you joy across all areas of our lives mm-hmm. is so important and contributing where we can, and then not feeling the guilt. If we do whip down to the supermarket and buy some cupcakes and add them to the mix um you know and I, I love cooking as well but certainly not when I'm sort of you know when there are other priorities in terms of the things that I've got to do and I think it comes back to that doesn't it as well is thinking it does where's my time best spent yeah yeah mm-hmm. and there's so many things that we could do to yeah. just keep us busy for the yes. sake of being busy or procrastinate right mm-hmm. on the things that we actually need to get done because we're being led by these feelings of like guilt or, or like, I don't, I don't want to do that thing. Cause it's kind of scary. Like, I don't want to start conversations or pick up the phone and have a sales call or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So I'm going to go bake like 20 yes. dozen cupcakes for this thing. And it's like, no, like that is something that you just need to think about again, priorities mm-hmm. and how you are spending your time. What do you really want? Do you want a successful business that supports your family where you can really recirculate your wealth and whatever you want to do with your kids? If you want to have a room full of things where we like, I want my children to have, and they do, and I'm super proud of this, a passport full of stamps. They're Mm. well-traveled. They're great travelers. We're going to China and Thailand next year. And it's so funny because I hear so many, like so many of my mom friends, like you're going to go on a flight that long with all of your kids. I was like, oh yeah, they're great travelers. Yeah. Like they, and they are, and I'm super Mm. proud of that. But again, like I want to have this successful business. It's a piece of my identity. I love what I get to do. Mm. And I also love that I get to share pieces of it, pieces of it Mm. with Mm. my family. Cause there's some but I just want to keep and hold all to myself. And that's okay Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because, you know, in in doing that, in do having that, being that role model for your children to say, you know, I'm doing something I'm really passionate about. There's parts of it for me, but parts that you can share. You are mm-hmm. inspiring them, as you've said, you're inspiring them to be entrepreneurial, yeah. but you're also in a space where you're able to do those things that you want to do as a family and to mm-hmm. really live those values that you have in terms of family life as well as in time in terms of your, mm-hmm. your business and your career. And I think one of the things that is really important for, for everyone to do is to, you know, if you are a parent and you're and you're also running a business, is to look at your values across both of those areas and think, yeah. how am I living them? And how can I make that a reality? So if you're you know, if your values are having family time, you're saying that's important. Are you actually doing it, right? Are you actually yeah. spending the time with your with your family? Do you have a dining table where you actually sit down and eat meals together, um, and mm-hmm. have that you know, and have that time to be together? Because, you know, often I think people can say that things like 
having a family and having time and all those kind of things are important. But when they look at it, maybe they're not fulfilled in that area particularly or they're, yeah. they're saying that business is really important to me um, and yet they're using, as you've said, those distractions in inverted commas mm-hmm. <laughs> um, of family life to not really do the things that they know that they need to do in order to be able to move mm-hmm. their business forward. So, yeah, you know, it's it, it's fascinating. And I think that um, the other thing that I guess for, for women particularly is that as parents we need to, you mentioned perfectionism, um, earlier on, and I think we need to relax into as well accepting help. Oh my gosh, yes! <laughs> you know, like w- when I was when when Presley was little, mm. and I used to hear this phrase like, "Oh, it takes a village. It takes a village." Mm. And I used to think to myself, "No, it doesn't. It just takes a really devoted set of parents." Mm. I was so wrong. Yeah, and like I was <laughs> so wrong. Like it mm. absolutely does take a village. <laughs> and I mean, we have people helping us. So where we live, we actually don't have any family around. Um, and that's difficult, right? But um, but we still figure out lots of things. We've got great neighborhood friends. So the kids are constantly out in the neighborhood playing around. I have somebody that cleans my house because mm. that's a huge weight off of yes. my shoulders. Yeah. Um, but oh my goodness. And I was resistant to that for a little bit. I was like, mm. no, like I feel I should clean my own house. Yeah. There's no, those shoulds again. I'm really not that great at it. Right. <laughs> exactly. 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 Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. And that's so important. I think that people do come and they will offer help. And, you know, for example, this evening or today, I've got a really, really busy day at work and the children have got a school disco on. Um, they've got it at two different times. And so one's got to be there and one's got to be home. And then the other one's got to get picked up and collected. And my neighbor offered, knowing that I had calls to do, knowing that I've got meetings on uh, this evening, because normally this is the night when my two go to after school care. Um, she offered to give them a lift. And I was like, oh, and I was like, yes, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And just being able to accept that level of help from other people is so powerful. Um, and also to realize and recognize that there is a joy for people too in offering us help, mm-hmm. offering us. And it doesn't mean that they're weak, that we're weak or we're incapable. It's just that they're really wanting to, you know, support as we would support other people. Yeah. So, um, and we don't have to be perfect. It's interesting. Um, what is perfection anyway, right? <laughs> right. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> one of the other challenges, I think, from a mindset perspective is that when when you have a child and if there's, you know, particularly if there's two parents um, involved and you haven't had children before, neither of you know what you're mm-hmm. doing right? Neither of you, right? neither of you being parents, right? For some reason, though, as women, 
we can tend to think, well, I know it and I have to do it. Like there's a way to change a diaper. There's a way to (laughs) dress the baby. There's a way to bath the baby, right? And yet equally we're both novices in that environment. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. And oh my and gosh, the fascinating. The, there was a diaper fiasco at the hospital with my first one. I was like, <laughs> they, like we're cleaning her up. They're like, you know, she had like a lot of poop, and like, like we really had to like, you know, hose her off or something like that. And I'm sitting here like, well, what? I'm supposed to change her? Like, oh my god, <laughs> I hadn't even <sighs> thought of that. <laughs> I know. I was like, I just had a baby. Like, <laughs> help me out. Yeah. I think the other. <laughs> When you when we think about um, you know when we think about having a family and 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 obviously they grow as well they become more independent mm-hmm. as they get older and obviously that also presents more challenges. Um, what do you think in terms of you know you've mentioned having a structure in terms of how you spend your mm-hmm. time? What are some of the other things that you think are important as your family you know as our families do grow and and they they get a bit older and there's other challenges coming into the mix. What else is important? Well, you know, as like, I've got all kinds of different ages, three, Mm. seven, 11, and 14, Mm. and they are all requiring different, different pieces of attention right now. Like Mm. they're, they're all requiring like kind of a different, it's like the different areas of your business, right? Like it Mm. almost requires a different skill set, and we're learning as we go. Um, So the, again, like that, the time management piece is really important because mm-hmm. there are certain things that um, I really want to be present for my children. So mm-hmm. I'm fortunate that like we are approaching a school year where all of them will be in school full time. And I'm really yeah. committed to having everything done during school hours. And I mean, I do have just a few things happening in the evenings, but mm-hmm. very few and far between. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm yeah. really committed to using that time effectively, getting things done, and then being present to help with schoolwork or to talk about mm-hmm. things that are going on around them. Um, mm-hmm. Having, maintaining open communication, it's just as important as we want to have with our clients, right? It's, uh, I think that, I think that our rapport with our children, it could change if we mm-hmm. aren't careful. Yes. So yep. it's something that um, I know is a focus of mine, like mm-hmm. making sure that each of my children gets some of that one-on-one time with me mm-hmm. so that we can always have that open relationship. And I know that there are going to be things that they don't tell me. I know that there are going to be choices that they make that I might be disappointed in, mm-hmm. um, but at least I'll know about them. Yeah. At least I'll know. And I'm just really keeping an open mind. And I think that this is a really important thing for all moms who want to have a successful business and a successful family life, whatever that means to you, um, to just go with the flow Mm -hmm. that like, we can't predict the future. We're pretty new at this. Every child is different. They experience the world differently. Um, So to just be really open to experiencing it with them Mm -hmm. um, and just holding on to rapport. Yeah. Rapport. That's, that's such a, such an important point that, you know, our children feel that they can come and talk to us, that we do have that one Mm -hmm. time. And, and in a way, you know, it is like having those, those client meetings and scheduling in that time to be able yeah. to 
to do it, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know for myself that I work typically, like you, I work during school hours. I have a couple of commitments in the evenings and they go to after school club. Um, and then, you know, I don't work during the school holidays pretty much. I've got a couple of weeks mm-hmm. coming off now so I can be with them. And that for me is about that flexibility and it's about just maintaining that relationship and having fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> and just enjoying the children while they are the age that they are because everything changes as they get yeah. older, you know, and um, being able to navigate that and have that flexibility. And I think, you know, for women who are running businesses, perhaps they've got a launch cycle, you know, maybe they're, you know, they're launching a program or that they know, like you were talking about, there are different seasons in their business where they're Mm -hmm. focusing on different things, then you are in control of being able to map that out through a planning process, yearly, monthly, weekly planning process so that you know what's coming. And the Mm -hmm. very first thing that I do at the start of every school year is I get the calendar out and I put the school holidays in the diary and everything Mm -hmm. goes around that. And it's just, you know, it's one of those sort of sacred things for me certainly that, you know, I don't work during those periods or if I am working on the long holidays, it's little bits and by choice and I define that very early on. So you're heading off to China and Thailand. Tell us how you're Tell us what you're doing in terms of your work schedule for that for that break, for that family experience. I will be completely off. Yeah. I will take that time completely off. You know what? Mm-hmm. We've come to a point in our business where we've built a great team of people. Mm-hmm. I can hand things off to them. Yeah. Um, we've, again, like, like, just like you too, Laura, like we've created great boundaries around mm-hmm. our clients and just letting them know like, hey, I'm going to be out these two weeks. Mm-hmm. This is who you can go to for support. They've got you. The handoff is very smooth. But those times, that's two weeks. I mean, because with the yeah. travel time and the time that we're there, mm-hmm. no, it's going to be, I'm just going to take it off. Yeah. And I've done it every time we've traveled like that. I've just taken time completely off to enjoy the experience, to enjoy my kids, to watch, like to watch them experience in their own eyes. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine missing that. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine missing that because I feel like my business is going to fall apart if I'm not there. And I remember feeling that way. Yeah, I do remember in the early stages of mm-hmm. just feeling like if I wasn't available 24 seven, I was going to lose a client, lose a sale. And it was just the wrong focus. It yes. was, you know, I want to work with clients who respect my boundaries and who love that I set them and who feel inspired and empowered to set boundaries around their own schedules. Awesome. You know, boundaries are one of the things that so many people, hands up, me included, have found Mm -hmm. difficult to set because you want to help everyone, you want to be available. But actually in role modelling boundaries, in setting boundaries yourself, whether that's having an out of office on your email or saying Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be here for two weeks or four weeks and not being contactable, having other systems in place, of course, um, really does almost gives your clients permission as well to set their own boundaries. And Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many emails I've had back from people who've got my out of office, which tells people. I love your out of office. Yes. (laughs) Uh And they write back and they say, this is awesome, you know, letting you know that Uh I'm not here. You know, yeah. there, is, there are other things that I'm actually up to right now and I will get back to you. And I think we, you know, for those of us who grew up in corporate 
in the corporate world, you know, I think there was this very much this expectation of this instantaneous response that what would happen if we didn't respond to the email straight away or, you know, the comment. And, um, you know, it it hasn't been helpful because it's not helpful for you as an individual um, because it diverts your time and attention, but it's not helpful for clients either because then they're expecting that everything will be dropped. Oh, yeah. um, You know. And, and, you know, that role modelling and that role modelling as well is important for our children because it mm-hmm. says I haven't got the phone with me 24-7. I haven't got yes. more, intent, more important than the screen that I'm looking at, you know, or mm-hmm. checking an email or what have you. So, yeah, really powerful to be setting those boundaries. Um, yeah. So, you know. I wanted to mention too, because this is something that is so important to me. And this is actually something that I learned as a student in the Mindset Coach Academy, when we were talking about neuro-linguistic programming, Mm. that are how we, the words that we use to express our feelings, it's all a choice. Overwhelm is a choice. Guilt is a choice. Mm. So if we don't want to feel those things, then we can choose not to. We can simply choose not to yeah. and using thing, words like, Oh, I get to do this today. Mm-hmm. And I get to do that today. And I've got a lot on my plate and I can balance it. I am such mm-hmm. a badass, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That, yeah, that we can navigate and we do it, as you say, we do it a lot of times we do it to ourselves. And so there is an opportunity for everyone listening and whether you've got children or not, I think that these points are really relevant anyway, just to make sure that you have got those boundaries because, mm-hmm. you know, you all have a life outside of work, outside of your business. At least I hope you do. Maybe in the early stages, it doesn't feel like it because you're working, <laughs> you're working pretty hard to, you know, yeah. to some traction. But, um, you know, I think there's there's key messages here about defining your other identities other than a business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. you know that could be about your identity as a partner it could be your identity in the world of your hobbies and leisure time you know maybe you're an awesome macrame artist or you know maybe you just love riding horses or that you're a marathon runner um, mm-hmm. and to really give time and space to all of those different elements of your life and give yourself permission to do it without the guilt without the thinking mm-hmm. I should be there or I could be there um, just so important. And then having those strategies and structure in place to absolutely make sure that you are living this one incredible life that we have, right, without yeah. looking over your shoulder or immersing, as you say, yourself in guilt or doubt or uncertainty about what you should be doing or stress from juggling all those balls. So, yeah. Exactly. So I wonder it just... In, in kind of wrapping up, what, what's one tip perhaps that you have for um, our listeners, Kate, around their mindset, around, you know, navigating if they have got a busy life? <laughs> what's something that you, yeah. yeah, that you can offer to people that they can implement? You know, I really, it goes back to two things that we talked about today. One mm. was something that you talked about was about values. Mm. It really is important to identify what your values are because you need to use them as a compass to drive the rest of your life. And I think that this is really important when we look at the type of coaching that we want to do. Yeah, I think that it's, 
you know, it's pretty sexy to have that laptop lifestyle and limitless earning potential and things like that. And those are all very true. That's all mm-hmm. things that we can experience um, as our, as coaching, as coaches, mm-hmm. as business owners. But we also need to choose what we're really passionate about, what we mm-hmm. value, what we want to do every day. So that when things get feel grindy from time to time, where we ride those seasons of pushing a little bit harder in our businesses, when we have to do, when we get to do those things, we are in those seasons, we don't decide that it's too hard and give up. So the using, defining your values, understanding them, using them as your compass is number one. And then just really watching your language mm-hmm. around how you describe your experiences, understanding that everything that you feel is your choice. And that should feel empowering to you. You're yeah. not a victim. You are yeah. someone who gets to choose how they want the rest of their life to unfold. Mm. How amazing is that? Yeah. So choose wisely. Yeah, absolutely. And they're two key points. I think when you think about the the people that you work with, the business owners that you work with who are really transitioning from that side hustle business into a full-time career. So just tell our listeners a little bit more about the work that you do um, and your, your particular niche and how you help them. Yes. So my company Beyond Macros, we help those coaches, those health coaches who want to go full-time in their businesses, whether they are side hustling right now with a nine to five, or they're newly certified, or you know they have an established business, but they're mm-hmm. looking for more strategy and more support. We help them grow the business that supports the lifestyle of their dreams. However many hours you actually want to work per week, how much money you want to make, going being full-time in your business, whatever that means to you. And we have different mentorship opportunities available, but really at our core, we just want to help you have the impact and the income that you really want to step into this role as the VIP coach and of your life. Um, And it's amazing work that we get to do. And we actually have a free Facebook group called the Online Nutrition Coach Community. It's awesome. And we post tons of great value and content in there. Actually, we have, I've hosted a training in there. We were supposed to have a guest. She had to cancel last minute due to uh, sickness. And I was like, great, let's talk about mindset today. So (laughs) I got to do like a quick on the fly um, mindset training that went over really, really well. Brilliant. Um, all of those trainings are completely free. So again, wherever you're at in your journey of, of your health coaching business, whether you are pursuing a certification, newly certified, getting some traction, side hustling, have an established business, we have something to serve you. We have a way to serve you so that you can really have the impact and the income to live your dream life. Brilliant. And so what we're going to do, guys, is we will put Kate's details and the details and the link to that Facebook group underneath this episode so that you can head on over there and join. Uh, Kate is an amazing coach. She is an amazing woman and business owner. And it's been an absolute delight chatting with you today, Kate. And I'm sure we're going to have Kate back uh, into uh, onto the Mindset Coach podcast in the very near future. So thanks very much, Kate. It's been wonderful chatting with you. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you so much. It's such an honor. 
This week in 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, it's time to be complimentary. Now, by complimentary, I don't mean free. What I mean is to give 21 people in your life a compliment. It could be your partner, your children, your friends, the person at the supermarket checkout, your doctor, anyone you come into contact with. Each day, please give three genuine compliments, beginning with the words, thank you for being, and then whatever follows. Do it and then remember to fill out the journal section of the 52 Adventures to Change Your Life book. It is available on Amazon. Um, So go ahead and do that and enjoy giving people genuine compliments and feeling good as you do so. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.